More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Mr. West, Mr. West, Mr. France, Mr. By himself, he's so impressed. I mean, damn, did you even see the test? You got D's, motherfucker D's. Rosie Perez, and yet barely passed. Any and every class, looking at every cheated on every test. I guess this is my dissertation. Homie, this shit is basic. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Good morning if you're just joining us. It's hump day Wednesday, February 28th, 2024. We have our guest co-host Tony Smith in the building and we have been talking about All-Star, but we're going to get back to that, but now we are pleased to be joined by UWM Panthers men's basketball coach Bart Lundy. Coach, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, DT, Telly, Tony. How's everybody doing? Doing good. Doing Wonderful. good. How you doing, Coach? Go ahead, DT. Uh, DT, I know. I, I promised that I'd be in. I'd be in person next time, but we're 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 playing away tonight, so bad timing. I promise next well, time. I, she ain't here anyway, so it's yeah, all she ain't good. even here. <laughs> you ain't got to say all that. This is the A and B conversation. I'm feeling guilty. I'm here feeling right. guilty. You got him feeling guilty. You Come on, what? DT. Telly. Help him feel better. Co- coach, Coach, I know you're a busy man. Give me, give me two seconds. See, uh, why you should just keep your mouth shut because we could have leveraged that. Hey, co- leverage hey, that hey, deal. hey, hey. Uh, coach, don't want to see this between teammates. Y'all chill out. <laughs> Good morning, Coach. Let's, Coach, let's talk, about, let's talk about your team, a more cohesive team than this one over here right now. These guys are feuding. You guys uh, uh, come, coming off a, of, a, of a nice win, and uh, uh, Freeman went off for you guys, so that's got to feel good to to get him in the flow. Yeah, yeah, he was he was amazing when he gets going like that. He's he's something to watch. He uh, he ended up with thirty eight and uh, and uh, got himself over a thousand points in two years at Milwaukee. So a uh, pretty, pretty good uh, and impressive night for, for Mr. B.J. Freeman. You know, we're very, very fortunate to have him. Coach, this is always the time. Coach. Oops, just, yeah, Coach, this is always the time that you want your team playing your best or starting to come together is when it's time to get towards the tournament. And two games left in the regular season tonight and on Wednesday. Final seed is still uh, up for grabs with a first-round bye, still a possibility. What is the approach to the rest of this week of the regular season? Yeah, we um well we are talking a lot about about seeding now. Uh you know, we we can end up anywhere from fourth, which fourth gives you a first round bye and a, and a quarterfinal home game. So that's uh pretty pretty substantial. And then uh you know, we're going to uh IUPUI tonight. We're we're in Indianapolis now. Uh we'll go to shoot around here in a few minutes and film. And uh, you know we're we're talking about you know this game is a game that we we have to get um, you know they, they haven't had a great season uh, but it's their senior night and uh, you know it's a must win for us so uh, it's r- really important that we try to go two and zero this week so we we play IUP tonight and then we got Green Bay um, on uh, ESPNU on Saturday for our for our regular season finale game so. Uh, a big week for the Panthers here, and, and uh, I think our guys are pretty focused. We're 
we're getting healthy. You know, we've had all these injuries. We got uh, a couple guys back last week, and uh, we may get another one back on uh, Saturday for Green Bay. Coach Lundy, and if you're just tuning in, we have live with us UWM Panthers head coach Bart Lundy. And as we are heading into postseason, Coach Lundy, I've got to ask you because I know that there are a lot of positive uh, positions that you're experiencing with your team. You know, the, the, the further gelling and playing more consistently down the stretch. What are some things right now as we head into postseason that are keeping you up at night? <laughs> uh, great question. Uh, you, you know, trying to, as difficult as it is to lose guys and to, to reform the team, you know, it's it's been the, the most challenging of, of my years as a head coach. It's been the most challenging year as far as uh, injuries are concerned and losing guys for long extended periods of time. Uh, now we're getting some of these guys back, and how does that affect the chemistry coming back and how do you plug those guys in? How many minutes can they play and be effective? How does it affect, affect other guys who kind of stepped into different roles? So those are the things that are, um, you know, this is, we, we've had 18 different starting lineups. I think we lead the, we lead the nation in division one and in uh, different starting lineups, not by preference, but just be guys in guys out. And, uh, and so that's, Putting this all together at this most crucial time is probably what what keeps me up the most. Yeah, coach, and, and I mean every every team has its 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 uh, strengths and weaknesses, and you know the weaknesses are ones that, that keep you up. But uh, you were talking about chemistry there, so what what's gonna what's gonna propel you guys to do something great here coming down the stretch? Like your strengths, people who haven't seen you guys play, uh, can you just talk about what it looked like when uh, when Panthers basketball is, is is playing at a at a high level? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's really fast. You know, we get up and down the floor. Uh, we pressure you full court. Um, you know, we have been um, we have been really getting to the point where uh, defensively we've held. I think we've held eight of our last ten under forty percent from the field. So um, our defense fuels our offense, and when we can get out and transition and uh, and attack you and kind of get downhill right away. Uh, we're really hard to stop. Uh, we've got guys that can shoot it. We've got guys that uh, are big and strong and can get to the rim. Um, so, you know, when the game starts, to, I, I try to tell our guys, we want the other team feeling like they're playing uphill. And when we get the ball, the floor tilts and we're playing downhill. And when that happens, uh, the Panthers are pretty good. We're being joined live by UWM Panthers men's basketball coach Bart Lundy. And, Coach, uh, we know that you're going to have to get to shoot around here quickly, so we just want to keep a, keep you for a few more minutes. And uh, throughout this season, you have talked about how this has been the most challenging from an injury standpoint. But the silver lining in this could be that a lot of players that wouldn't have gotten a lot of floor time has been able to get that experience. And now you can combine it with the guys that are coming back off of injury. And does that really help in terms of the depth heading into these final two regular season games and going into the horizon league tournament? And coach, let me just add on top of that, like who are some of the guys who are benefiting from that extra playing time that maybe weren't getting it earlier? Yeah, well, we we had um, you know a lot, a lot of guys that have benefited. Uh, we we had um, a guy named Eric Pratt who is now uh, starting at the point guard spot for us, uh, who 
really wasn't playing much. He's a he's a high major transfer, but took him a while to get his his uh, feet underneath him here at Milwaukee. And uh, really, the injuries helped us to shift the lineup a little bit, and we played smaller for a while because a lot of our big guys were were out. Uh, and now now he is in that starting role, and then. Um, a, a guy named uh, Dominic Ham, who uh, is you guys might know his dad. His dad's Darvin Ham. So Do- Dominic was out for he he is uh, he's actually a walk on here, uh, but he is one of the hardest workers and hardest playing guys that I've ever been around. And uh, he was out for a long time. He was out for almost two months with the back, and uh, but came back and he gives us uh, he gives us a guy that will. Do all the all the dirty work. I mean, he plays so hard, and he goes, uh, you know, after every fifty-fifty ball, um, can guard bigs, can guard guards, just because of his pure will. Um, and he has really added a lot to our team. And uh, he, you won't see it a lot in the stats, um, but uh, I've inserted him into the starting lineup, and uh, and he's really earned that. And uh, really proud of Dominic and. Uh, and the work he's put in. But that's a guy who's really benefited from some of these other big guys being out. Well, speaking of big, we know that you have a big, big game tonight, Coach Lundy, against, as as a fellow Hoosier, we call it Ooey Pooey. But for the other folks that are familiar, <laughs> I-U-P-U-I. But if you are from, if you are Hoosier like me, you know it's called Ooey Pooey. Coach Lundy, now listen, really quick before we let you go, because we know you're busy and we got a big game tonight. We're going to be cheering hard for you and all of the UWM Panthers as they take on Uwe Pui. i got to ask you one last question. Now, when I asked you earlier what keeps you up at night, I just knew you were going to say, I'm trying to figure out the best way to be live in the studio with DT and Telly. <laughs> Is that one of the things that keeps you up at night? Keep it real, Coach Lundy. Come on now. No, I know all I got to do is get in the car. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy. I just got to get in the car. We I, look. We've we've been in contact with with your people. We've been in contact with your team, your PR folks. So we are as of now working and coordinating on getting you live in the studio because we know how busy you are and we know what your focus is. So again, UWM head coach, UWM Panthers basketball head coach Bart Lundy. Wishing y'all the best, a big W tonight as you play at 6 p.m. Central Time against Uwe Pui, also known as Indiana University, Purdue University. So, again, Coach, all the best wishes to you and your team. Thank you again so much for sharing your busy time with us this morning. Go Panthers. Thanks, CT. Tony, appreciate you guys. All right. Thanks, Coach. Coach. Good luck luck tonight. Thank you. All right. UWM Panthers head coach Bart Lundy, men's basketball, played tonight against Uwe Pui. That's going to be a good game. Yeah, that is. At 6 p.m. I-U-P-U-I. I-U. That's why I was like, you can always tell the folks ain't from Indiana when they yeah. say I-U. Like, I-I-I-U ain't just, just a Just so you know, last time they blew them out, they beat them by 20, so. Yeah, so hopefully they'll, so should they'll be another, go ahead should be and another hand ECW yeah. for the Panthers. Oh, I'm team, I'm team UWM all day now. Yeah, Look, yeah. I, I've lived. I've lived longer. I think if I do the math, I've lived longer in Wisconsin than I have in Indiana. If I do the math right, because I've lived in Milwaukee twenty-one years, and I'm only twenty-five. So yeah, yeah there so, it makes, is. Makes sense. That math was real easy. What do you mean? Let me y'all, do the math. <laughs> y'all answered that so well. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's why I love y'all. Now look, before we had the interview with Coach Lundy, this is y'all. We are getting so much smoke 
on the Truth text line. So if you're just tuning in, we were talking about the Milwaukee Bucks not getting in any time in the near future, at least not until 2028, the keys to host the NBA All-Star Weekend. Now, Tony being a former retired NBA player, we, we were able to leverage his intellectual property regarding why these decisions have been made. Like, what's the criteria? Now, politically correct is Milwaukee does not have the number, the sufficient number of five-star hotels, at least five-star hotels. The Fister is a four-star hotel, okay? Number two, restaurants. And as one of our listeners said earlier, uh, who, who was this that said that? Dan. Dan says, Milwaukee doesn't have much night entertainment and it closes down too early. There's not enough. There's not any good strip clubs. Tell us how you really feel, Dan. Or <laughs> NBA lives. Well, they can import <laughs> those. Club. Don't worry. They travel. Well, here's the thing, though. Just so you know, just so you know, Dan, like for the RNC, the city is going to give a, an extension, a event extension of office hours. So a lot of these night spots that close typically around midnight one, they're going to be able to stay open. Telly, I believe you said 3 a.m. Yes, that's what I've heard at some restaurants, establishments. I, I know the um, owners, they said that when they rented it out, that's what it was like a county wide uh, kind of deal. Decision. Ordinance. So this yes, came yes. from the Milwaukee County. OK, yes. so shout out to David Crawley. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we got some big news to announce regarding David Crawley, uh, the Milwaukee County executive with regards to affordable housing. But I want to definitely read some of these messages that came through on the Truth Talk and text line regarding uh, the response. What is the response? How are we feeling in Milwaukee? Because at the end of the day, Milwaukee does not have the best reputation. I'm sorry. We just don't. From outsiders, we don't. I was just sharing with Tony uh, during break. When I relocated to Dallas in February of 2022, that March... I went to get my car serviced, and when I walked up to the customer service counter, uh, one of the employees there asked for my driver's license. I gave it to him. Y'all, I'm not making this up. This was immediate response. Oh, you from Kilwaukee? I was like, excuse me? Mm. Now, if you recall, <laughs> during, you know, during COVID, Milwaukee, my mother would call me and be like, what is going on in Wisconsin? What is going on in Milwaukee? We've stayed in the news, and it wasn't. Because um, Mayor Cavalier Johnson gave a key to Usher. It wasn't because of that. <laughs> there was a lot of crime. Um, there were a lot of just, it was, it was negative news. And I just want us to be cognizant of the fact that although we know as Milwaukeeans that Milwaukee is a great city, perception is reality. And there's a lot of negative perception. Um, Courtney on the True Talk text line says, Chauncey, probably so true sickening chauncey's message is how i think of the rnc being here they certainly don't know how to act it makes me nervous how much damage they may do to our city to the people uh melissa says well if the city focus wasn't on separating and segregating everything and let us all come together with fair opportunities we could deal with those that don't i live in the hood and i still know more civilized good people than not if you can't give us a fair creating power Guess what? We seem to create any anyway, i.e. the Kia boys. So y'all feeling some type of way, yeah. and I get it. Yeah, I get it. Uh, because again, it, it, 
perception is reality. And a lot of black folks, which are the primary demographic of NBA All-Star Weekend attendees, they ain't feeling that that much. And by the way, the guy who said that in Dallas, he was a brother. He was a black man. Hmm. Yeah. Said, oh, you from Kilwaukee. Yeah. Like, that, what? <laughs> hey, hey, when I the the crazy part is that when I was uh when I went to LA my rookie year and people talking to people out there and they asked me where I was from and it was you know black people talking to me. Oh, you're from uh, Wisconsin? They're like, I didn't know they had black people in Wisconsin. I get that all the time, Tom. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I get that all uh, the time. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like yeah, they, have you heard of the Milwaukee Bucks? Mm. Now here's the crazy part. If you say Milwaukee Bucks, a lot of times I'll get, uh, but if I say Giannis, oh yeah, mm, the yeah, okay, yeah. all right. That's terrible. But then terrible. but your next question should be, uh so could you point out Wisconsin on a map? Man. Most man. people can't. They have no idea if it's next you to gotta, Missouri. You gotta, you gotta say or... you gotta say it. we're right about Chicago. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Then they then they know where That's... it is. Tony, you think I'm I'm kidding. Uh, a girlfriend of mine, we were in Los Angeles, and this was probably 2017, 2018. And we did a face. This is when Facebook Live. Remember when the Facebook Live function, you know, first came out and everybody was going live. <laughs> I'm going live. I'm going live. <laughs> so we're in we're in LA. What's the famous beach that everybody goes to in LA? No, there's a ton of them. Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Venice Beach. Santa Monica is where they got you. the pier. Ven- or Venice. Okay. So I think it's Venice. We were walking. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. We were walking on, and we were just doing Facebook Live, and we were doing these random interviews. We were having a good time. So we walk up to this lady, and we're like, hey, you know, we're Facebook Live. Shout out to Milwaukee. And she was like, Mil who? <laughs> now I have this on video. She goes, Mil what? Mil- 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 what? And me and my girlfriend were like, Milwaukee. And she was like, I was like, Milwaukee, Wisconsin? Crickets. Yeah. I was like, Green Bay Packers? crickets so maybe we didn't get the most worldly woman but i'm just saying like <laughs> y'all but that's pretty we, we that's pretty have... par for the course there though uh there's a and lot of people she's... yeah there's a lot of people that yeah. have no idea where wisconsin is first off they think milwaukee is the state and they'll be like is that next to minnesota <laughs> but like no minnesota's a state Milwaukee is a city <laughs> on the opposite side of the state. <laughs> well, in the words of a Japanese proverb that I live by, a student who has not learned has a, te- has a teacher who has not taught. Because I know a lot of folks are saying, well, that's on it. If they don't know about it. Like, no, 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 no. That means we got to do better. Yeah. We must do better because there is no reason why Milwaukee could not successfully host a great experience for NBA All-Star Game players and their wives and their families and their kids and the attendees. There's no reason why we can't. Yeah. It's Especially when you look Milwaukee. at when you look at Indianapolis just hosting it and yeah. it was one of the most successful ones in recent history. I think um from a viewership standpoint, it was one of the highest all-star rated games and uh Cleveland had one in the past and uh Man. And, and so it like all the factors that you think would really play into it, other cities are able to do it because we talked about weather. The weather isn't that great in Cleveland in February. Uh, uh, and Cleveland has found a way to do different things. So, like, it, it has to be a want from the city as well. And do we have the people that are in place that really want that, or do they want to go with more conservative things like the RNC and 
DNC and try to work their way up and occasionally get a uh, um, an NCAA tournament round. Uh, I mean, maybe they just okay with that. But I mean, there is a huge well, responsibility that comes with hosting All Star Game, even though it is a huge stimulator to the local economy. But are you willing to put up or do all the things necessary to make it successful here in Milwaukee? And, and I just want to add to. This can't just be the mayor. Oh, the mayor needs to do this. The city and the police. Come on, y'all. Like, we we as black folks in this city, generally speaking, we do a lot of finger pointing. Now, there are some valid concerns that we have that elected officials need to manage. When we come back from break, I guess I'm going to do a little pre-truth of the matter because the truth of the matter is we can't just blame the mayor's office for everything. We, we got to take some ownership and we got to be able, because I have a black son. And I get, you know what, let me stop. We're going to take a break. Let me, <laughs> let me get my thoughts and words together. When we come back. Yeah, get that communication right. I always do. <laughs> you see what I look like at 7 o'clock in the morning winning. All right, next, um, 833-212-1017. The Troop Talking Text Line, we want to continue to hear your voice. And we're going to get into some positive news that's happening here in the city of Milwaukee and Milwaukee County. You're listening to the best morning show on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. When they say she get it from her mama, you are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Y'all, we we can make it through today. We only got two more days. Tomorrow's Friday, Junior, Friday Eve, and then we're going to get into Friday. Look at that. Hope you're having a great week. In the studio, we've got Telly Hughes, two-time Emmy award-winning. Telly Hughes, along with Marquette University Men's Basketball Hall of Famer, Tony Smith. Before the Am I breaking up? Am I breaking up? Can y'all hear me? Uh, you yeah, just popped you, out for a second. Yeah, you just popped out for a second, but what I think is, you're good. Oh, she's breaking up. Oh, devil, yeah, she is. Devil, the devil is a liar. <laughs> right now, he is trying to mess up my. Audio. All up on the audio, Telly. Yeah, yeah. We we gonna get we go get it right. I don't know. Like everything's all good up until like eight twenty five, and then all it's, of a it's sudden, it's all good till it ain't all good. Yeah, we don't. We I don't, don't know. know what's going I'm on just gonna. That. I'm just gonna look. I'm not even gonna move, y'all. I'm just gonna like. You see me? I'm froze. I'm not even gonna move. <laughs> so just like I feel like the antenna. You know, on the top of the just, TV. Just stand on, stand, stand on one leg. Just stand right there and hold it. Hold it. Hold it right there. Go get some. Go get some okay. aluminum foil. Put it on your. Put it on your hat. <laughs> I'm literally your hat. not moving. Y'all. All right. <laughs> Before the break, we were we were talking about the, the topics we we're talking about. One of the things that is happening right now in Milwaukee County, good news, is that there will be new affordable and emergency housing development 
coming to Milwaukee's uptown neighborhood on Monday. So yes, excuse me, the day before yesterday, Monday, Milwaukee County Executive David Crawley signed legislation approving $2 million in federal American Rescue Plan Act funds for affordable and emergency housing. And he did this at 2436 North 50th Street on Monday. So this is coming to Milwaukee's uptown neighborhood, which is a huge, huge, huge focus across major metropolitan cities in the U.S. And so this will be something that will provide supportive services as well as permanent affordable rate housing because in any situation where there could be uh, a severe weather storm or, you know, we just had something, what was it, the, the, the temperatures had went like negative 30, 40. Yeah, so, just all of a sudden, yep. yep. This is a big deal because he, as Milwaukee County Executive David Crawley said, housing is part of people's safety and health. Housing is detrimental uh, to your security. And so, and I quote, this is Milwaukee County Executive David Crawley, quote, our shared vision for making Milwaukee County the healthiest county in Wisconsin includes expanding equitable access to safe, quality, and affordable housing. And that's why I am the, pleased that the Milwaukee County Board approved the use of ARPA dollars to make this project a reality. And so as far as who will qualify, housing services said they are still coordinating the specific criteria for who will qualify. Uh, so more to come. But this is this is huge because in addition to Milwaukee, there are a number of cities. I think Milwaukee are in addition to Milwaukee, Atlanta, they partnered uh, with TI, TI in the city of Atlanta mm-hmm. and Killer Mike. Uh, just launched an affordable housing program. And and this is so huge for our community because part of the American dream for anyone, regardless of your gender, race, identity, social economic background, every American citizen, every law-abiding, tax-paying citizen should have access to quality. And I want to emphasize the word quality, affordable housing. So kudos to... County Executive David Crawley. I'm sure we'll have more to come. Denise, where did they say this was at? Uh, this is going to be in the Uptown neighborhood. Okay, Uptown. Okay. And so one of the, where, where he made the announcement yesterday was 2436 North 50th Street. And this is part of the American Rescue Plan Acts funds for affordable and emergency, emergency housing throughout the country. And Milwaukee will be receiving two million dollars to make this a reality that is that is such a good thing not only because of the weather in southeast wisconsin and if you don't have anywhere to go it could be extremely difficult during the winter months to find somewhere safe and and uh somewhere that you can have comfort and call a home and we all know that it's not like you could just move out to the suburbs or start looking for affordable housing in the suburbs so you got to have somewhere where you can go and have a, a place where you can afford to live and i think this is a really good thing i just uh because i know it is 
it, it may hit me a little differently about how I feel about the homelessness and and things that could possibly be done. Um, it, it would be nice to see more programs like this really get the backing that it needs because everyone should have the opportunity to have somewhere to live and they can afford somewhere to live that's nice and not just somewhere they can only afford and it's deplorable situation. So uh, this is a great thing, and I wouldn't mind seeing more funding and and legislative dollars and and different programs and resources going towards more programs like this. Mm-hmm. It's so good that you that's a great segue because they are and when I say they the Human Health Services Behavioral Health Services Department is working to find partners including nonprofit organizations that will be able to provide on-site support services, also additional funding And keep in mind, this is not just a supportive service for homeless outreach. This is also, in in addition to homeless outreach, domestic violence. Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of both men and women that are in domestic violence situations. And because there was not these type of platforms before, very uh, there you oh, go. You moving. Out again. See, she got the moving. Got the moving. Yeah, she got animated. But uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I literally, what's crazy is part when you when you mentioned homeless, Telly. Tony, I was, I'm going to smack you, and I don't even believe in violence. You got one more smart comment. <laughs> what did I say? You got one more. You don't come to my house and disrespect I me. I'm animated like Martin. with the hands. You're moving. You're supposed to be Keep still. Going. Go ahead. Hey, you just be you still got one over more. there. You be still over there. Quit moving. You got one more. Come Quit to moving. my house. Hey, you keep moving. My we ain't going to be able to hear you no more. Keep moving. <laughs> All I was saying was that didn't affect your eyes. You see the side yeah, eyes just gave you. <laughs> you see that black mama, that black mama hey, side hey, eye. You hey, had a flashback, I, didn't you? Hey, what you say? I mean, Cut I can't off. move, Cut but camera I can move my eyes. Uh, nah, I was looking, oh, tell him you mentioned homeless. And then he, and then he gonna just, tell Ben to cut the camera off. Ben know better, so go ahead. <laughs> ben know better, but go ahead. I, I Tony. can't talk while she looking at me like that. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta cut my camera off. <laughs> turn this thing somewhere else. That, uh, that black mama look, Telly. It get him every time. You cut my mic, but I got. It worked on Darren and Dominique all day long. Just getting that look. uh, Don't gotta go to break, Ben. Let's go to break. (laughs) And I'll keep talking. (laughs) I was just just doing something on my Facebook about the homeless thing. When Telly talked about homeless, I just, and I was looking at all the the budgets, and they were talking about $20 billion could cure, could fix the homeless issue in, in America. And then I was looking at all the, you know, we got. $2.3 $2.3 trillion in the budget. And I was just looking at where where the money is is at. And I'm just like, man, y'all can't come up with... I mean, you got uh, HUD has got uh, $15 billion, And like, y'all can't add a little extra more from all these other places that are... Yeah. I mean, that's a lot, of, a lot of money that we're spending out there. And you would think that you would be able to take care of this. Yeah, like, and, and we're no closer to solving homelessness. And that is... That's the thing that, like I said, it, it kind of hits me differently when I think about that because uh, there there's so much that could be done, but very little is being done to do it. And then it's not a problem until something bad really happens. It's, oh, we need to address this. It's like this, this – uh, 
this this has been going on for a long time and and uh i know it really became prevalent when i spent time in california and the homelessness in la is just beyond ridiculous and you got to know that everyone didn't ask to be in that position nor it was their fault that they are in that position and there should be ways to help out like that is to me the it feels like one of the most un-american things when we don't even take care of the people that are in our own country before we start trying to figure out other things to do and outsources resources to other places oh yeah i mean we give we give tons of money away about how that makes human beings feel how do you think that makes people feel in america when they see you know our leaders sending billions if not now almost trillions of dollars to people who haven't even invested in this country it is such a slap in the face and I, I just wanted to finish the earlier point because this is this including servicing homelessness is also for those that are in domestic violence situations, whether whatever your mm-hmm. identity is. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also for you, because, again, everyone deserves as part of the and I'm doing the air quotes, American dream yep. access to affordable. And I want to again emphasize quality housing i will never forget when hurricane katrina took place in 2005 august of 2005 i will never forget this um and when they were housing people inside the uh, superdome in new orleans and they interviewed barbara bush former first lady barbara bush and they were asking her about because if you all recall the conditions inside the superdome were terrible There was feces. I mean, it was just very unsanitary conditions. People were dying inside there. Yeah. Barbara Bush. And she said, well, they were already doing bad to begin with. So as if to. Mm, Wow. So it's okay. So it's okay because they were, they were already, what was the word? Um, It's not poverty. If you give me the, the name, it's right on the tip of my tongue. They were already disadvantaged to begin with. It was something to that effect. Dis- disenfranchised. When, when she said that, y'all, mm-hmm. it just it it was like that that sign that I read on a church billboard that read, and I literally pulled over, and I just wanted I just wanted to cry because it said poverty is God's punishment for laziness. Yeah, right. And we have we have this audacity. Uh, certain humans, I should say, have this audacity that as you walk in your entitlement and in your privilege every day, and you have no idea what it's like to navigate experience and be negatively impact every second of your life based on the color of your skin to then speak like that. Poverty is not God's punishment for laziness. Poverty is injustice. And that is simply what it is. And so... <laughs> I I am so happy that the Milwaukee County Executive Office gets it because the systems that have been put in place to keep a certain demographic of of human beings just based on their color, based on the texture of their skin, so many inequalities, so many disadvantages intentionally, and then you want to act as though you're doing a favor. (laughs) So this right here is a great first step. And I just, again, I publicly applaud the Milwaukee County Executive Office because poverty 
is not a reaction or a consequence of laziness. Poverty in this country is injustice. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was my truth of the matter. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go through the matter today. Got All right, him. y'all. We're going to take a break. When we come back. The Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. We're going to get into uh, our beloved Ilyana. Ilyana, Ilyana, Ilyana Van Zant having a conversation with our brother, Nick Cannon. <laughs> More oh, to come. Boy. Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll be back. Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Truth Nation, welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We've been having some quite interesting discussions from Milwaukee hosting an NBA All-Star game to this new housing act that was... was it uh, was it a, a, a proposal or what? What was it, DT? Where the Milwaukee County and David Crawl executive? Uh, I think they approved. I think they approved some money, right? Yeah, like two million dollars to help with affordable housing. Yeah, so we've been talking a lot about that, and uh, we've been getting a lot of smoke on the True Talk to text line. Hit us up, Truth Nation, 833-212-1017. And, uh, and, and we, I'm glad that you brought up, Tony, uh, some of the numbers of what it would take to um, possibly end homelessness or helping others. It's not just... Uh, for homeless people, right. it's for people that are in certain situations or domestic situations where they need somewhere they to live, to out, a yeah. safe place to live. And uh, now that I, you know, it's kind of funny that we could bring this this whole show full circle because why wouldn't you use something like an All Star Game or All Star Weekend to help? Fun money because uh, uh, for something that's a bigger cause like homelessness and and giving people of that city an opportunity to engage in affordable housing. Uh, Because during the All-Star game, we did hear uh, and we saw... Like they they'll raise money for like the boys and yeah, girls club and, yep. and certain charities, but why can't the NBA and others make an effort to try to do something that's been a problem that persists? Yeah, there's a there's a lot of charities and being involved in like uh, the some some local initiatives and and some projects. I mean, I, I know how that works. These people get money. Uh, to these programs, and a lot of times you get a lot of these same organizations getting money from from federal grants over and over and over again. And you get, you really got to start to look at the the outcomes. Uh, are they are they effective? I mean that that's one of the criteria. When you get a a, a grant, uh, they want to know what you're doing with that grant and if it's being effective. I still don't think they're stringent enough on actually looking at the outcomes and the effect mm-hmm. of whatever said project is, but. Uh, I think I, it needs to be stricter because I've seen a lot of 
a lot of initiatives that are getting money that ain't really producing the the desired outcome. So yeah, um, that, that's one thing that I see. I'm like, I look at there's a lot of programs out there that are getting federal dollars, and you talk about like, okay, they could probably be better used in other places, right? Um, like this is this is one of them. I mean, we're just it's the homeless thing alone. I mean, there's a there's way too many homeless veterans. Like we're we're out talking about, uh, you know, D- Denise was mentioning all the money we're giving the to foreign countries. Well, we're we're giving those money because we got an interest over there. We're protecting something. You know, it's, mm-hmm. America wants something that that country had. That's why we're giving money to them. It ain't because we're the uh, the the protectors of bullies. You know, from from other people. But it's because we got an interest over there, and we got our own people here that we need to be starting taking care of. But Again, like you talked about All Star, I'm like they, they, that's, they don't know. I don't know how much they really actually want to do. Yeah, you know they, they, because they could do a lot of stuff if they really wanted to just go ahead and do it. But it's always something behind the scenes preventing you from just doing something simple. Some of the times it's simple. It's just simple, you mm-hmm. know. And they, I, it's sometimes just they don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we will continue this conversation. Uh, Again, hit us up, Truth Nation, 833-212-1017. What do you think about this new uh, housing funds that will definitely help those who are in need of affordable housing? Uh, uh, County Executive David Crowley uh, announcing on Monday that $2 million would be added to help those causes in the uptown neighborhood and uh and and Tony you're right it it is protecting the people that are already here and trying to find ways as opposed to just saying well it is what it is and let's continue to do what we've been doing because clearly it hasn't been working yeah I mean but the the bottom line for for me it, it looks like you know doing what you need to do for the homeless and and getting people in situations where uh they don't need government assistance, uh, which means, you know, wages and jobs and things like that. Doing all that stuff is not bringing the United States money. So they're not really focused on that. <laughs> you yes. know what I'm saying? That's why they're focusing. They're sending money to other places because that's making them money, right? This is a problem that's going to cost them money, but you should be spending some of this money to help the people who are here. I mean, everybody's paying taxes, right? We're, we're, do I want my taxes going out of the country? No. <laughs> Right. I, want my ta- I want my taxes here, fixing these roads, uh, getting the schools better. That's, that's what I want my taxes going to. Yes, yes. And we will definitely, it's a good thing that that happened, but again, it should just be the start of it. It shouldn't just be, all right, $2 million has been added. Okay, we've helped out. Now let's move on. This should be a continual process until this problem is. It should be the start of a, a, a larger project exactly. Is what it should be. exactly exactly so truth nation continue to hit us up be engaged in our topics and conversation 833-212-1017 you can always stream and watch us live on youtube and twitter at 101.7 the truth and 101.7 the truth.com coming up after the break we will have our truth of the matter dt has already previewed hers we'll see if she will continue to add on to it and we will definitely Definitely have our truth of the matter as well. Keep it locked right here. You listen to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 
It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You all know what it is, Truth Nation? This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Tony Smith in the building. And this is Truth of the Matter. That's right, you heard Ben Jammin. It's that time of show. It's the time for our truth of the matter, and that is we give our takeaways from the topics that we have discussed over the last two hours, and we've been discussing a lot of hot topics so far in this show. And Tony, guess first, what is your truth of the matter? Yes, first for the first time. Yeah, here I go. <laughs> nah, I mean, uh, uh, man, we, we've talked about a lot of stuff, but I mean, I don't know what we can take from this, but... Listen, um, Milwaukee, we got a bad rep. I don't know what you can do about it except uh, get these people to stop acting a fool here, right? That's mm-hmm. it. Um, and I don't know how you're going to do that. I know you talk about local leadership. We always focus on the presidential uh, race, but I think it was Al who said something about local leadership uh, has a lot to do with it uh, and where like they're going to focus their energy on getting things right here in the city. So. A lot of work to be done to try to clean up the reputation because, as we talked about, Denise said it, uh, you know, perception is reality. Whether we think it is that bad here, not everybody else does. And as far as things getting like an all-star game here or getting things or people to come here and enjoy our city because we know, we all know it's unbelievable in the summer. It's a great place to be in the summer, but... Would, when you got a bad rep, people are worried about you know crime or they're worried about other things. Uh, maybe not like like people not even knowing black people are here, not being inclusive, right? They, why would they want to come here? So uh, you know, local leadership I think has a lot to do with that. So you know, stay focused out there, people. Yeah, my truth of the matter, and uh, DT talked about it a little bit, and I'm sure that she would have expanded on it if things were. Uh, working on on a technical end, but uh, you can't blame the mayor for everything, and we do we do see that I a can. lot, and a lot of times because so was it Tom Barrett's fault when uh, all those other years that the Bucks or Milwaukee couldn't get an All Star break, or I mean, it just seemed like you didn't hear that. As much as you hear it now with uh, Mayor Cavalier Johnson. And uh, the mayor does have a a great deal of influence, uh, but he definitely needs the backing of everyone else in terms of trying to get something that big and working with the NBA to try to secure an all-star weekend here in Milwaukee. But it shouldn't all fall on one person. And it should be a collective effort. And if it's something that Milwaukee wants, they should try to go after it. Now, here's the thing. Does Milwaukee really want that? Because we have talked about the gorilla in the room and the elephant in the room. And we know the type of uh, clientele that NBA All-Star attracts. And so... Is this or does this city really want that? So we will definitely continue to discuss that. We appreciate you all joining us on this Wednesday morning. We hope you make it a great day. Up next is The Truth with Sherwin Hughes. Peace out.